0: So yeah, as you guys can see, uh, things are looking a little bit different this week, um, yep. and that's just mostly because we wanted to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Because um, it is the last gathering of the term. It oh, is.
1: That's kind of sad, though.
0: It is a bit sad. Yeah. It's it's pretty heavy, but um, it does mean that we're about to go into school holidays. How are you feeling about school holidays? You oh, It's pretty good. I've been I've been waiting for school holidays for like a week. You ready? Yeah. I I've been I was. I was ready for school, that is about last week. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been chatting to some people and they've been ready for the last couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I put myself in that, in that situation. Alright, let's get straight into the riddle.
1: It's on I'm excited. page 4337.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll believe you.
1: Good, good, because it's what it is. Yeah. It so, says it on the, I can see it in the book. Yeah, it definitely doesn't say 343. No, 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 no. I don't... Do you... When was your last glasses prescription? Because, like, you seriously need some glasses. If you think that is 343. Okay. If you insist. (laughs) Riddle me this. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? One more time. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? A water cooler. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's in a city. city. Oh, okay.
0: Because
1: right. that's when we're giving the...
0: Alright, the real answer will be at the end, yeah. uh, I was just making things awesome. up. if yeah. I was right I'm very proud of it's myself. It's not whatever he said. Okay. What I did you said say? A, I say?
1: Is it a water cooler? A water cooler. <laughs> no. Okay,
0: it's not a water cooler. Um, do what you, I thought do water coolers have cities? No, not, it doesn't actually handle any of them, it's just, it has water but no fish, it's all I really <laughs> remembered. Alright, so, uh, I thought we'd get up and we'd go for a walk yeah, uh, while go. we talk about what I wanted to talk about next. Walking along, walking along. Okay, walking. so maybe let's, let's, just, let's just be a little bit reflective. Let's think about, um, let's think about the term that's passed. And it's been pretty insane. Um, but here at the Friday Gathering, we've got to do some really fun, really exciting things. So I thought, Eli, do you want to do wanna start? What, what's your highlight of this? My
1: highlight? Ooh. Well, I think one of my favorites was in the, in the car ride, when we were in the car. When mm-hmm. Grey's got it, in the car, no one knows this, but I actually had to wait on his lawn for like However, like, like, ten minutes? Oh, definitely. Like, I was just doing loops. I, I was just in the front of the lawn. It was amazing. The house. It was brilliant. It was, well really, done. It was really weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, my highlight of this was also from that, ep- from that episode, from that um, gathering, and it was that mm-hmm. Eli called <laughs> and Greaves' wife, which was hilarious. Um, that was, yeah, that was my highlight. <laughs> um, and, oh, look, and we've met Matt. Matt. Oh Matt, hello. Fancy running into you here. Uh, Matt, what was, what was your, what would you say was your highlight of the Friday gatherings at this term? Um, I've really enjoyed the, the theming and just the fun we've been able to have um, while gathering together. Um, there's a, there was a theme where we had the roadworks and there was a part where we were, I think we were to the band and James um, was surveying and had his measuring tape and there was this comedian <laughs> typing, he put it out and then it completely flopped halfway through, it was great. Um, that was a highlight of just the fun that we had. Thank you very much Matt, that's, that's quality. Um, Alright, we've also, continue walking, we've also run into Kim. Hi Kim. Hi Kim. What, what would be your highlight of the Friday Gathering?
1: General highlight has been doing music um, uh, quite a lot yeah. this term, but in particular um, the week that we did music in the round was super cool and really, really fun, and it looked really great and it sounded great, and yeah, that was probably the, the best moment um, of the term for me.
0: Fantastic, thanks awesome. so much. Walking along, walking along, walking along,
1: walking along. Wait, Braden? What? Hi Brayden. Fancy running into you guys. Wow, that's so coincidental.
0: What, what, what are you guys up to? We're just talking about our favourite experiences from the Friday Gathering.
1: Oh really? Well I'd have to say my favourite experience is getting through the ridiculous amount of gatherings that we've done together and never getting interviewed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, would this be your first interview? I think so. Other than maybe chatting before I played the song in the car, I
1: think I probably got oh, I forgot through, about that bar, if you yeah. include Saturdays, at least 20 to 30 <laughs> services without
0: getting interviewed. That is amazing. Which I think is quite a feat. Well done. Round of applause. I don't, know how, I don't know how I'm going to make Lego people <laughs> clap. But yeah, um, that's going to be really weird. Uh, share your favourite moments in the comments. Yep. Uh, it's been heaps of fun mm-hmm. to do this together. Um, I've been stoked. Well, actually, one of my f- highlights has been that I've been able to do it with my brother, which has been really cool um, and really exciting. Brilliant. I've, I've really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I, I was selfish and got to add another highlight, winning. Um, <laughs> the, the perks of holding the microphone. Yep. With that little moment of um, thinking about what's what's happened, uh, we're about to be thinking about what's going on in the future. Uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what what is in the future. But next week for the Friday gathering, it's not on. Kind of. Uh, what I'll be doing is I'll be whipping together a highlight reel, and so oh, that's cool. We'll I'll live stream the uh, highlight reel that I've made of all the clips. Um, so if you didn't, if you haven't seen some of the stuff we talked about tonight, uh, you'll probably be able to see it tomorrow. Um, but cool. yeah, yeah. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to hear from Stu.
2: Yeah. G'day. I'd like to add my welcome tonight to the Friday gathering. Tonight, I'm um, thinking about how good it is that when we are in Christ Jesus, when he is our Lord, when we are followers of Jesus, when we're Christians, we have so much opportunity to grow as a person. Now, I want to ask you you a question. Um, are there things in your life that you're not super happy with are there things that you would like to grow in are there things that you would like to um, leave behind I don't know what it is tonight for you maybe you get a bit angry every now and again and you think to yourself that you say things that you shouldn't say when you get angry that you hurt people's feelings when you get angry is it that you can sometimes be just a little bit detached and you don't really care about other people sometimes you might be a bit too tired to care about uh, members of your family sometimes you might like to be a more servant-hearted person well the good news is that when you put your faith in Jesus Christ you are reborn you are given a brand new identity and even though while you remain in the flesh while you remain on earth that you still are um, still a sinful person who has to uh, struggle against your sinful nature when you become a Christian you get a new spiritual nature And when we put our faith in Jesus, not only are we forgiven of our sin, but we actually have victory over sin because we actually receive the Holy Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance in eternity. And we know from the book of Philippians that uh, Paul says in Philippians chapter one, that the Holy Spirit is even more interested in us growing and changing and getting rid of all those yucky old things that we used to have than even we are. So I might be super keen as a Christian To keep growing and being more like Jesus and being a better friend, a better husband, a better father, a better son, a better uh, pastor who is growing to be more and more helpful to other people. I want to be the kind of person that isn't standing still. I want to keep moving forward. And because um, we've been given the Holy Spirit, we actually have the Word of God and God's Holy Spirit uses the Word of God to help us to mature in Christ and continue to grow and change. But unfortunately, sometimes as Christians, we forget that, don't we? Sometimes when we um, are in the holy burly of everyday life, sometimes we forget that not only are we changing and growing, but also that other Christians are changing and growing. What I want to talk about tonight is from chapter 3 of Philippians, a little bit further on from when Paul first introduces the idea that we are all uh, given a new nature when we become a Christian and the Holy Spirit is making us new each day. Paul is talking about this idea of of the fact that what I've just said there that um, when we become a Christian we are saved but then we continue to grow and what he's going to do here is he's going to paint a a metaphor for us to help us to understand that we are continuing to move towards a goal to try and win the prize in fact he's going to use a metaphor of being an athlete Uh, just like an athlete strives for the goal so we as Christians continue to strive all the way through our life as God is uh, maturing us and as we read God's word and we become more mature, so we're like an athlete that's straining to uh, win a prize. So let me read from verse 10 of chapter 3. I want you to know that Christ... Uh, oh, oh, sorry, let me start again. Verse 10. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining the resurrection for the dead. Paul's uh, talking about two things here. First of all he's talking about the fact that there's power in the resurrection of Christ that he died on the cross for our sins but three days later he rose from the dead and he defeated death and he defeated sin and so Paul's saying here that he wants to know the power of that resurrection he wants to understand the power of that resurrection in his life and how that he will one day too be resurrected from the dead because he's put his faith in Jesus. He goes on and talks about participating in the sufferings of Christ. Now, that's an unusual thing for Paul to get excited about. Obviously, Christ suffered on the cross and he suffered for us. But here, Paul's saying that just as he wants to understand the power of the resurrection, so he wants to understand the power of participating in the sufferings of Christ. Because, you see, for Paul, he wants to become like Jesus. He wants to actually be someone who lives his life as a servant, becoming like him in his death. Now, in chapter 12 of Romans, it's a chapter we go to often at Soul Revival, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, Paul gives us a really helpful understanding, I think, of what he's talking about here. He says in chapter 12 of Romans, verse 1 and 2, he says, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So while Christ laid down his life on the cross for us, we should lay down our lives for each other. Now, here we we can see the growing nature of Christianity because we are going from someone who has lived a self-centered life. Uh, We're all self-centered. We're all thinking of ourselves first. But as we become a Christian and we start to grow as a Christian, we start to grow in our understanding that we can actually live our lives for other people and we can actually serve other people and lay our lives down. In other words, we might be able to lay down some of the priorities that we have to help other people and so Paul's saying here that that's a delightful thing because it's becoming like Christ in verse 11 he goes on and says and so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead so here in verse 11 he's looking to the end of his life and he's saying you know what no matter what else i do in my life what i would really really long for is that i know for sure that even though i die i will live again and one day i won't be struggling in my sinful flesh anymore I won't be having to try and strive against my sinful nature and work on trying not to get angry and and trying not to be so selfish and actually be being uh, in that fight of faith that he talks about in um, the New Testament. What he's saying is one day that striving will be over, but not just yet. Let's go into verse 12, because he says here, not that I've already obtained all this or I've already arrived at my goal, and here he uses this analogy I was talking about, the analogy of an of a, uh, athlete. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. So he has a goal in his life that he's trying to strive for. Now, I don't know if you've ever played sport, but if you've ever played a sport, you'll know that when you first start playing the sport of your choice, you'll know that you're not super competent at that sport. Now, for me, I loved soccer when I was young. And I was very young when I started. I think I was only four or five when I started to kick a ball around. And I didn't really understand the rules. I didn't really understand how to work as a team. And even more simple way, I didn't even understand how to kick a ball or tackle another player or to trap a ball and pass a ball. But what I did have was adults around me and other soccer players around me who were willing to go on a journey with me to go on a journey with me to help me to go from zero to hero. Now, I never became a hero in soccer. I was never an elite athlete, but I did progress in my skills. And just as an athlete progresses in their skills and enjoys that process, so we too as Christians can enjoy the process of living. Becoming a Christian is not just about being redeemed and becoming saved and then waiting until we have that opportunity to be reborn at the resurrection. That is our goal, as Paul says here. But what we are to do is enjoy the life we have, this new life we have, as we are being renewed day by day, pressing on towards that goal. We are going to continue to grow in our godliness. We're going to continue to grow in our love for other people and our compassion. And our resolve to actually strive towards becoming more godly will become a really enjoyable goal for us. So just as I took a great deal of pressure, the first, uh, pleasure rather. the first day I scored a soccer goal. When I scored a goal the first time, that was a d- terrific day. Um, I don't remember that, but I remember the feeling of all the milestones that I had in soccer being enjoyable ones. And so those goals that we can score on the way to our major goal at the end of our life is what Paul is talking about enjoying here. So my question for you tonight is, are you enjoying the journey? Are you enjoying the striving? the uh, the idea that you're becoming more like Christ that you're participating in his sufferings are you enjoying the fact that you're becoming more helpful to those people around you less selfish more willing to put yourself out Um, sometimes people put themselves out for me when I'm tired or I'm needing support and then sometimes I put myself out for other people when they're tired and needing my support the important thing about this is a good summary word for this is to be living in grace Paul says in verse 13 brothers and sisters I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it but I do everything forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what is ahead. In verse 14 I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I am going to receive the prize because I've been called by God heavenward in Christ Jesus. Salvation is a free gift and I've been given this wonderful free gift and so what I'm trying to do is not be living in some kind of legalism I'm not trying to be some kind of moral person only I'm not trying to be a better and better moral person what I'm trying to do is live in grace not only considering myself in that way but looking to other people with grace too because here's the thing we've got to be very careful that we don't become arrogant Christians That as we strive towards the goal, we don't want to say to ourselves, well, I can kick goals. Why can't you kick goals? I can pass the ball. Why can't you pass the ball? What we need to do if we're actually a Christian that's a little bit further on in our skills as a Christian, we need to humbly help each other to continue to develop as Christians as we all strive towards the goal together. So the danger is that we might become arrogant and legalistic and moral people. What we need to understand is, we have been given the free gift of salvation. The Holy Spirit is growing us. So we should give each other permission to continue to grow. Don't write someone else off because you think that they're not as godly as you are. Don't look down on other people. Don't think that um, people who are struggling with a certain particular sin are always gonna be struggling with that sin necessarily as a Christian because they are striving towards the goal. They are growing too. As Christians, we're all growing and changing. And so my encouragement to us tonight is, as we continue in the Christian faith, keep asking yourself every day, what am I growing in? What's something today that I'm actually seeing that I'm growing in? Are you becoming less angry? Are you becoming more patient? Are you becoming less selfish and more servant-hearted towards other people? Are you prepared to do things to put yourself out for the sake of other people? And also, when other people can serve you back, are you willing to let them serve you too? Let's live in grace together and let's be a beautiful expression of this idea that Paul has in Philippians that we're all growing and changing and we're on our way towards the same goal. There is one goal, one way. Uh, one way.
1: Wait, wait, wait. We have the riddle. Oh, we have the riddle. Oh, no. I forgot. I forgot. forgot. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, quick. We, we've got to do the riddle real quick. quick. Riddle. I'll say it again. Um, I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? I don't know, what are you? I'm a map. Oh, you are a map! I am a map. Maps of cities, maps of mountains, and maps of water. But maps, what maps don't have are fish, they don't have houses, and they don't have trees. Okay, that's really exciting. Yeah, Kinda. What about maps that have trees? And
0: houses. And houses?
1: Yeah, that's weird. (laughs)
0: Well, no, if you're thinking, like, classic, I think, I, think, I think it's still a solid... The Houses is the only one that's really iffy, but I reckon And the Houses aren't real. They're just drawn. Yeah. I think it's legit. I think it's good riddle. I think that high quality. Well. Uh, if you got that, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see you Graves at... Graves' wife, if, yeah. you, if you got that. and Good job. <laughs> Shout out to Graves' wife.
1: Okay. Um, Hashtag Graves' wife. Comments down below. Hashtag grooves as well. Okay.
0: Yeah. Are you ready to just Are <laughs> you finish ready? it off? Are you We're ready? ready to finish it off. All right. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, yeah. See you soon. One way. One way. Oh wait. Oh wait. Stay fresh. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Thanks again for listening to the Soul Revival Church podcast. Uh, just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these services that we hold live, you can go to soulrevivalchurch.com and you can see all the gatherings at the top of the page. You can choose anyone you wish. It can be on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Thanks again, and one way. Music is OK by Ixen.